in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Wallace out on the homestead, Millard and Chapman back inside the Finley Chevrolet. Fox Sports, Las Vegas Studios, Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... How about this? 40, 14, and 2. That is your record from a 56-game National Hockey League uh, contracted season that the Golden Knights went out there and at this point still have a two-point lead for first place in the West Division and the sitting leader for the first overall in President's Trophy race, uh, pending what will happen tonight in Denver between the Colorado Avalanche and the Los Angeles Kings. It comes down to this one game in which we're all spectators, all cheering for L.A. to do something unexpected and brilliant and uh, ruin the coronation of the Colorado Avalanche. 40-14-2. and two. You're going to finish no worse, no lower than second overall. That's one hell of a season. Yeah, it's it's really a fantastic year for the Golden Knights when you start to really contextualize 40 wins in a 56-game season. It just gives you an idea of how good, how consistent the Golden Knights were. It's points percentage of 732. Like it, It's astounding how good this team has been year in, every single night. And, and for me, like... 40 wins. I know we kind of talked about it when the Golden Knights were on pace for 40 in the middle of the year. And, and you know, you and I kind of said, oh, I don't know. You, it, it would be pretty crazy to keep this pace up. And yet here the Golden Knights are. And the as the only team this season that will have 40 wins in the regular season. You're right, because Colorado can't get there. They'll finish with 39. So Kelly McCrimmon's going to join us, the general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights, in just a little bit. But let's set up uh, exactly why the Golden Knights uh, are in the position they're in to with a 732 winning percentage. And that number, I can't get over. The 40 wins is impressive. Uh, the 21-5-2 and two at home is amazing. Winning 15 of the last 18 is mind-boggling. But a regular season with a 732 win percentage in the modern game uh, is just uh, like with that type of points percentage, I, it, it makes my head hurt. It, it really does. But <laughs> the, the Golden Knights and, and Colorado Avalanche, by all uh, impressions, are going to finish tied for 82 points if uh, Colorado and uh, they won 6 nothing last night uh, are able to come up with a, with a victory. Why? Do Colorado get the tiebreaker over the Vegas Golden Knights? Can you explain that? Yeah, so the first tiebreaker is regulation wins between the two clubs. Colorado right now is sitting on 34 regulation wins. The Golden Knights are sitting at 30. They obviously have no more games to be played. So therefore, Colorado will win the tiebreaker if both teams are tied with 82 points because Colorado was able to amass more regulation wins than the Vegas Golden Knights. That's simple, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It's it's funny because when you go to the well, it's not funny, but uh, it's it's interesting in the sense that when you go to the National Hockey League website, NHL.com, and you click on standings, and yep. you go, and how many times do you think just just pick a ballpark? How many times do you think that you've gone to the standings page on NHL.com this season? 
Ooh, uh, I would say th- probably 250. 250. Chapman, how many times would you go to the standings page at NHL.com during the course of a season? I was doing it at least once a show. All right, once a show. Uh, did you know that at the bottom of the page, there is a legend? And it goes through what does uh, the X mean, what does the Y mean, games played, and uh, everything that goes through that you see in, in your standings. And then right below that are two tabs. <laughs> Playoff format and tie-breaking procedure. Yes. Have either one of you ever gone to that little tab? No, no. Uh, yes. Wallace, yeah, I, I would think that uh, yeah. that Wallace has. And then it runs through the exact tie-breaking procedure. But we 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 only really need it for two days a year. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. Three hundred sixty-five days. And mm-hmm. when we really need it. Nobody, nobody's ever checked it out, <laughs> and nice. so, so you have to go through it, and we have to we have to burst ourselves. So, uh, the the tiebreaker is fewer number of games played, superior points percentage. Well, you're gonna now we're gonna be now we're gonna be at the end. So that's that's moot. Uh, the greater number of games won, excluding games won in overtime or by shootout. I, I and this is the best part. It actually says, i.e. Regulation wins. I've never been able to read something that actually says, i.e., regulation wins. Uh, Then, if you're still tied with regulation wins, it goes to greater number of games won, excluding games won by shootout. So that is regulation or overtime wins. Row. That used to be the only tiebreaker. Yep. If we go by the old rules, what would happen, Wallace? we go by the old rules then it then they would be tied so regulation overtime wins for vegas is 39 and that's assuming that colorado would win tonight against la in regulation or overtime they would also Ooh, have 39 so, wins so now we've got some drama because yeah, the, under the old format they would be tied mm-hmm. so we'd have to go to the next tiebreaker the greater number of games won by the club in any manner Total wins. Who would win oh, that? There you go. That'd be the Vegas Golden Knights. Ah, I knew it. Uh-oh. I just knew that it was going to come around to that. <laughs> that the rules that changed uh, a couple of years ago would eventually get us uh, in the end. But uh, that the, the reason why they changed it, ladies and gentlemen, why they cha- they're trying to put an emphasis on winning in the first 60 minutes and mm-hmm. not going to three-on-three overtime. Teams that pile up points in either a a three-on-three or a shootout. And once they got that, then they they wanted to separate that too many, because too many teams were doing it in the shootout, so they wanted to exclude that. And and so you get the separation regulation wins, regulation overtime wins, and then you get uh, all all manner of wins. And, you know, if we would have done this like six years ago, we'd be in first place. (laughs) But we didn't have a team six years ago, so it's it's still, I I think we're still doing pretty well. Yeah, listen, it, it's it's certainly one of those situations where you, you look at kind of the old rules and you say, oh, man, if only, if only. Well, just revel in the fact that the Golden Knights are right here. Like, yes. listen, if, you, if this team ends up getting to the Final Four, the only team in the league, should Colorado win tonight, the only team in the league that's going to have home ice over the Vegas Golden Knights is the Colorado Avalanche. If Vegas emerges from this division, they will have home ice throughout the remainder of the playoffs. They are one of two right now. They could be one of one, but they are one of two right there with Colorado. 
the Golden Knights have given themselves a great chance here at the end of the season. 40 wins. There's not really much to, to, to be too upset about with this team this year. Your astute observation is, uh, should be congratulated and should be recognized that if the Vegas Golden Knights get to the third round, home ice is theirs, no matter who they play. And yeah. if they get to the Stanley yeah. Cup final, home ice is theirs, no matter who they play. Because the only team that would be able, even close or would be above them would be the Colorado Avalanche, and you have to get by or uh, survive longer than the Colorado Avalanche to get out of your division. So um, it may come down to one game, and there's no guarantee, no guarantee that uh, that you'll even face the uh, Colorado Avalanche because we know how stacked uh, the West Division is. It's uh, it's really difficult. Today we're going to go through, uh, uh, talk to Kelly McCrimmon uh, in a little bit. We're also going to start our playoff preview show. So uh, give me an idea of what we're going to do, uh, which divisions. We'll, we'll save the West for sure for tomorrow because we don't know the matchups yet. And, uh, and to spend a bunch of time on all the matchups that we don't know uh, as of yet would be, would be uh, very inefficient. So what do you want to do today? Which two of the divisions do you want to go through? Yeah, I want to go through the north and I want to go through the east. Obviously, the north because it's very timely. They're going to play right. Uh, never mind. Uh, the north is fun. I we know the <laughs> matchups. There's a lot of history. Oh, I see there. what you just did there. And, I see. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then I want to go to the east because, uh, quite frankly, Pittsburgh and the Islanders fascinates me as does Washington and Boston. So I, I just think that those are kind of the two likely places to start. And then when it comes to tomorrow, I, I do want to hit the West because we'll know what the matchups are. We'll have a really good idea of, of kind of our, our leanings in those particular series. Uh, but the central for me needs to have a little bit of, of a focus on it because the Battle of Florida is going to be great, and I, I want to really save that for the end because I think that's going to be one of the greatest series that we get in the first round this year. Uh, the Central does need some breathing room. If if people, and I want to get to the schedule because we, we sort of know a little bit of bird's eye view of what the schedule will look yeah. like, even though we don't, but we have options. It, we can nail it down. <laughs> the Golden Knights are, I'll nail it down this way. The Golden Knights are either going to play Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> All right, they're gonna play. They're gonna play like half of those days: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, because uh, and and I'll I'll get more specific on it in just a little bit. But that's that's the sort of the Coles notes on on it. But if if people have this conspiracy theory on on the Golden Knights because they won't finish first overall and won't win the West if Colorado wins tonight. Uh, just take a look at the Central Division right now. You want to talk about a disparity between your opponent if you finish first and your opponent if you finish second. Check out what the reward is for the Carolina Hurricanes. And I know it's not a guarantee, but the reward for the Carolina Hurricanes is to face the Nashville Predators, who... Uh, are roughly 14 points behind them in the standings. Exactly 14 points, but roughly sounds better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and a team that in Nashville that was selling, like even even some of their own people were telling me within the organization, like, we can't believe it. like we're selling, we're done. And and they found a way to get <laughs> to, to get into the playoffs. That's the yeah. reward for finishing first. One point behind Carolina, Florida finishes second. Their opponent in the first round, 
the defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, who are getting Kucherov and Steven Stamkos back uh, for the start of the playoffs. They're working on the power play uh, today. That that's the one point means you face yeah. you get Nashville or the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now you want to talk about getting screwed over. That, ladies and gentlemen, is being uh, with both arms tied behind your back and being forced to drink Kool Aid. Like it's it's not, and, and I'm talking about the old Kool Aid stuff, that all the sugary stuff. Uh, like right. Right. wow. Like that is just crazy uh, that the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers have those two uh, those two different opponents with one point being the difference. I firmly believe that there's not a big gap between St. Louis and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least not as yeah, big yeah. a gap as Tampa Bay and Nashville. No, I, I mean you look at Tampa and you look at Nashville, and and I think that we're all kind of under this impression with the Tampa Bay Lightning that come playoff time, things are going to start to fall into place. We know how dominant this team can be. We saw them really roll through the bubble. And, you know, you give yourself a great chance to win if you're the Carolina Hurricanes because the the Nashville Predators are not the same caliber of team as the Tampa Bay Lightning. That doesn't mean Nashville can't upset Carolina, but I think there's a lot fewer avenues for that to happen uh, than, you know, if, if Carolina had to play had to had to play Tampa, so mm. it's it's an interesting one. But for me, like I think your point's well taken. When you look at St. Louis and you look at Minnesota, regardless of the regular season series between both of those clubs and the Vegas Golden Knights, I think that we could kind of reasonably say St. Louis, Minnesota, they're around the same caliber team, right? Like they're they're about the same, just in terms of what you're going to get on a nightly basis. You cannot put the National Predators in the same category as the Tampa Bay Lightning. You just can't do it. So in saying all that, what I really do miss out on is is the banners. Like I wanted to see I wanted to see a President's Trophy banner. I wanted to see a West Division banner. We may not ever have a West Division again. It might be that one thing sure. that you look up and go, remember that was that year. The old COVID year. Got us. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you go Pacific, Pacific, uh, West, and then you go back to winning the Pacific uh, next year. So uh, what you do lose is a couple of banners. <laughs> I will acknowledge that part, and that that hurts me. So, are you just like giving up all hope, like abandon um, all hope? Ye who enter here, yeah. like, is that where you're at right yeah. now with the LA Kings? Yeah, I've, I've, I have that's, zero that's faith in the uh, in the LA Kings winning tonight against the Colorado Avalanche, and and I will be so. <laughs> I'm going to just put myself out there to be shocked, surprised, and happy at the end of the night. But I'm 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 going to play it that. What I'm trying to do is trick, mm-hmm. trick the gods, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying that? to I'm trying to point out to the gods that I don't care. I've already written it off. Don't even mess with me. Wow. And uh-huh. I, yeah. I, I may pay attention. I may poke my nose into the to the TV room to check it out. I may not. <laughs> I don't care. Do whatever you want, hockey gods. That, Doesn't matter. That to me. is that is such a load. So will right your there. house be like, like you're abs you're absolutely gonna watch the game tonight. Come on. Ryan, I don't care. I've already chalked it up. I've already <laughs> admitted that Colorado's gonna win. So is your is your uh, okay, well, abode gonna be like the uh Marcheseau household where there's a lot going on with the game on in the background? Jonathan can do what Jonathan wants yeah. to do. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> Jonathan may still have uh some confidence in the LA Kings. That's up to him. 
Chapman, you know what I'm really trying to do here? Yeah. Reverse jinx, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jinxes aren't oh, real. Yes, they are real. No. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. It, hey, if it happens, you guys both owe me a massive apology tomorrow. I, I don't owe you an apology, but here's what I'll do. Um, I will say I wholeheartedly believe the Colorado Avalanche will win tonight because yesterday I wholeheartedly believed that the L.A. Kings were going to do it. I wholeheartedly believed that the L.A. Kings were going to find a way to beat the Colorado Avalanche, and then they ended up losing. So I'm going to go the opposite direction just because, you know, at least this way we can prove once and for all that jinxes are or aren't real. You know what it would take for the the L.A. Kings to win tonight? Um, Showing up? I mean, mean, that's the first thing. Jonas Johansson. How about Jonas Johansson? JoJo. Yeah. Yeah, who, how about who, JoJo? Who, he's going he's gonna to start. One of their own media members uh, said that they couldn't find anything nice about him or good about his game. <laughs> one of their own media members, and all he's done is, is is roll out some victories. I believe he said that on this show, too. Did he not? Yeah. Did Dater not say that on this show? I asked I around, mean, and I can't find anybody to say anything good about the guy. But he's our goal. Yes, yeah, so, so that... So, so that it, that happened, yeah. They've got enough, con- and they're kind of in a bind because they don't want to play Grubauer. <laughs> Why would you? And uh, Dubnik's on the COVID list, so you have to, I mean, your ne- next best, unless you go with six skaters. And I still think that they would win with, with, with six skaters. The level of uh, engagement <laughs> between both the San Jose Sharks and the LA Kings last night mm-hmm. was was one of those... Mm, it looked. I had a person explain it to me this way. It looked like near the end of the preseason, when the home team dresses their lineup and the road team brings the bare minimum of veterans, and you just light it up, and and then you play it back to back. You go to their barn the next night, and you do the exact same thing. You take the because uh, veterans never want to travel uh, during during the preseason. You take the minimum number of uh, of experienced players, and then the other team wins. That's what it looked like last night between the L.A. Kings, Colorado Avalanche, and then the San Jose Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights. It's as big a disparity as I've witnessed in a long time between two teams. What what I said yesterday on the post-game show was that it, it felt as if the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights were playing a game against each other that only they knew about, no. but they were doing it against different opponents. Total goal like, game. It, it was... It was a chess match between two clubs in two different cities playing two different teams, yet not neither one of those teams wanted to give an inch on the other. Hey. And and it's it's reflected in matching six nothing wins for both Colorado and Vegas. This isn't this isn't a knock on anybody, but do you know of a single person that thinks that LA has a chance to pull off a victory tonight? No, because even no. I don't think it's gonna happen. No. It's, I mean, and I'm an eternal optimist. I'm like I'm doing things like like trying to do an end around on on the on the hockey gods. <laughs> That's how desperate I am right now. And I I don't do that. Even if my team's in in a hole, I'll still stand by them. Uh, I'll still uh, have that faith. This this has got no chance. No, JT Comfort, by the way, is having himself a week. Uh, for the uh, for the yeah. for the Colorado Avalanche, uh, let's uh, let's take a break right now. When we come back, we'll break down the schedule all uh, potential uh, for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. It could go one of two ways, but again, 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm confident that the Golden Knights will play one of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, it's the VGK Insider Show <laughs> on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. This song is the only reason I would ever want to learn how to play the bass guitar. The only reason. This tune right here. BGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, Darren Millard, along with Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, uh, controlling things here in the studio. General Manager Kelly McCrimmon running uh, a little bit behind. He's got a couple of things to do. Uh, it, it's kind of a busy time uh, for, for them. And then the playoffs start. And I, what, what, what do GMs do? Oh, the draft. That, that's what they work on, the draft. And then watch the games. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Kelly will join us uh, when he gets uh, through all of his business over at uh, VGK headquarters. Uh, chat about uh, what he witnessed in a, a 40, a 14, and two campaign. Uh, did we settle on a, a hockey handicapper uh, for tomorrow? Did we ever? I have to uh, text the guy I know tomorrow morning and see if he is. Uh... Thought we had a guy yesterday. No, I said he he will let me know on Friday. Yeah, but didn't I? What did you do with the name oh, that wow. I had? I haven't. I I, I haven't heard back from <laughs> you him. Had a name? Did, yes. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, no, I came name? up with a name. Well, I didn't see that. Yes. No, we talked about it when he was in studio the other day. But yeah, uh, yeah I texted that guy. Uh, I have not heard back. So, oh, he uh, he's ghosting you. Uh, he listen. We'll tell Ryan in the break who it is. That's commonplace. All right. Well, uh, we're hockey <laughs> oh, no. handicapper. We're going to uh, go through uh, some of the uh, some of the matchups uh, tomorrow and where things lie uh, with the uh, with the Golden Knights uh, side of it. Plus, we'll also uh, give you the Central Division and the West Division uh, tomorrow on the VGK Insider Show in deep analysis. Uh, today, we are going to deal uh, with the uh, the North and the East, right? Is that, uh, is that what we're doing? Uh, I think so. Uh, we'll do whatever the, Ryan the wants to. Yep. Uh, the, the Northeast, yep. The Northeast, I love it. Uh, there yep. used to be a division exactly. just uh, named like that. Uh, we, <laughs> the, the schedule for the Stanley Cup playoffs came out today because six of the eight series are set. And why they waited so long was they were hoping that they could do all eight. If uh, like even, even the hockey, the, even the league was cheering against Colorado last night because they wanted to announce all the series. Okay, that's not true, but I'm 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 loading up uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, but they they were hoping that they could announce all eight series. That's not the case. So they gave uh, two options for uh, the Golden Knights, who will either face the St. Louis Blues in round one by finishing first in the West, or the Minnesota Wild in round one if the Golden Knights finish second in the West. Uh, can you walk me through the scenario if they face, uh, let's go with the more likely matchup and the, the Minnesota Wild, if that should come to fruition. Okay, so if the Golden Knights play the Minnesota Wild in the first round of the playoffs, playoffs Vegas will play Sunday, May 16th at noon, Local time. So that's this Tuesday, Sunday. May 8th. That's this Sunday at noon. Yeah, noon. that's correct. Uh, that would be, yes. You know what? That's got written all over it. Like, if you don't get to the game, that's got, like, outdoor watch party written all over it. Like, outside in the I, sun. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's it's going to be nice on Sunday. Like, not too hot. Like, not too, too hot. A little bit of a cold front coming in. So that oh. is... Beautiful outdoor hockey watching weather. They had a watch party there. last night uh, at so- Lifeguard Arena at the uh, the new pavilion, the square out there, and it was like mm-hmm. it was it was like old days, the olden days. 
But way back, and there was no chuck wagons there. But it was like the old days where where you could where you get a, uh, a few hundred people together. You watch the game outside, and you you had some fun, and you cheered, and it was just so cool to to see all the video over at Lifeguard Arena. Now the Aviators are out of town this weekend, so how cool would it be to have a giant watch party at the Las Vegas ballpark? They've done that before. That's so cool. Why don't you rent it out? They're a big fella. Uh, you know what? I'll, let me get. Let me. I I know some people at uh, the Aviators. Maybe yeah. I'll have Chapman, to make a call. We, we, Chapman, we know you have the money to do it. So yeah. Just get on. <laughs> so Sunday, May 16th. Okay, that's Sunday. Tuesday, yep. May 18th. So Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Sunday, Saturday, Tuesday here, Monday, right? Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay, so yeah, Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Tuesday. here. Th- Thursday, Saturday in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be Monday in Vegas. Monday the 24th, that is. Wednesday the 26th in Minnesota, and then Friday would be Game 7 here at T-Mobile Arena, May 28th. Okay, so I'm pretending that I'm driving the car and I'm trying to follow this along. It's, uh, it's a day off, between, day between every game. Uh, is there any... There's they play no, every other day. There's no back-to-backs, and there's no two-day breaks between any of the games. So it's strictly... That is correct. Wow. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, although back-to-backs wouldn't be too bad when you've got uh, two goaltenders, but if you're playing the Minnesota Wild, they've got two goaltenders too, so it's not uh, not the the uh, disparity that you would have against, say, a St. Louis Blues club, which there's no way they're sure. starting uh, Mr. Uh, Husso, Billy Husso. If that's so, that's the Minnesota Wild Sunday, Tuesday, and then go on. First two games at home. So. And then Game 5 and yes. Game 7 would also be at home against the Minnesota Wild. What about the schedule against the St. Louis Blues? So the St. Louis Blues, should the Golden Knights play the St. Louis Blues in the first round of the playoffs, the first game, game number one, would be Monday, May 17th. So the Golden Knights would not play until this coming Monday. Ooh, I like so that. extra day off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I do too. So it would be Monday, Wednesday here at T-Mobile Arena. Then it would be Friday, Sunday in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Then it would be Tuesday, May 25th back at T-Mobile Arena, Game 5. Mm-hmm. Game 6, Thursday, May 27th at St. Louis. And then Game 7 would be Saturday, May 29th in Vegas. So, again, starting on Monday, playing every other day, no back-to-backs, no two days between games. Okay, so no no difference between the two schedules. So you're not being punished by having to play a back-to-back uh, if you finish second and you face the Minnesota Wild. There's no a big carrot uh, from a scheduling standpoint. No difference if you finish first or second. The only thing that uh, that changes is your opponent. So that's, that's okay. The, the only carrot that you know you point to is that for a team that is in the Golden Knights position right now where there are some questions in terms of injuries, it would be one extra day to, to see if you can get somebody into mm-hmm. into that game number one. And that's fair, that, isn't it? It's really, yeah, I think so, right? Like, if you're the Golden Knights, beyond just winning the division, beyond just playing St. Louis in the first round, I think you want as many days as you can possibly get to rest before you've got to play game number one. Looking forward to seeing the vibe in T-Mobile Arena for the for the Stanley Cup playoffs and that opener, and just uh, seeing what the excitement is uh, around town. Like a, a, a noon game, uh, I never used to like afternoon games. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, I've come around to it, and there's something about uh, the, the Toshiba Plaza and, and uh, on the Strip and, and that uh, atmosphere at T-Mobile Arena and the Fortress where the, an, an electricity, uh, an excitement around it where I, I almost, as crazy as this might sound, I almost prefer the afternoon games. And, and what happens leading up to the game as I do uh, the, the traditional evening games in Las Vegas. You know, it, I, I kind of go back and forth on this because mm-hmm. I, I think that there's something so fun, so exciting about, you know, the, the, the anticipation where you're waiting around for the game to start at night. You know how Vegas comes alive at night. But as I've gotten older, uh, listen, a quadruple overtime game, if the game starts at noon, that's way better, <laughs> infinitely better than if no. it starts at 7 o'clock local time. So, uh, yeah, listen, I, like I'm, I don't really care one way or another. I just want to see playoff hockey, but I, I, I could go either way. Like, I don't mind a 7 o'clock start time. I don't mind a noon start time. I'll tell you the, the start time I don't like. It's the 7.30 start time because that extra half an hour really does make a difference. It yeah. really does. Uh, I, I think it's, it's one thing uh, when you talk about quadruple overtime where the Pacific yep. time zone robs you <laughs> of that, that experience, the memorable uh, moments of staying up until 2.30 in the morning to watch quadruple overtime and wonder whether, okay, I'm, I'm going to bed after, no matter, no matter what. If it goes to triple overtime, I'm going to bed. And then, okay, <laughs> if it goes to quadruple overtime, I'm going to bed. Yeah. And and here in the Pacific time zone, you've got uh, you've got no real excuse. A noon game, like you could go to quadruple overtime, and Ed Graney would still make his make his deadline with with time to spare. That's uh, that's, well, that's just because he's a good writer. He's a great writer. I I love my Ed Graney. Uh, <laughs> it's his it's his buddy that I have uh, a real hard. Uh, to do uh, with relationship, uh, Tyler Bishop. Every Thursday we go over it. Every every <laughs> Thursday, like I swear to God, in the middle of August this season, it, yeah. during the off season, Tyler Bischoff will still bring me on the air to ask me about mm-hmm. the goalie rotation and whether it's going to happen or continue in the middle of August. That's well what because the, you because you you got to figure out what's happening next season. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. There's, uh, there's no off season with Tyler. <laughs> there isn't. There's no off switch. That's for sure. Uh, we've got uh, Vegas Golden Knights general manager Kelly McCrimmon to come. Uh, hour number two of the program. Uh, he will join us. Uh, give us an idea on the health uh, of the team. Just uh, we'll ask him about the status of uh, some of these injured players that uh, we hope will be back uh, for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And just his assessment on what he witnessed with a team that went 40, 14, and two. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Going to take a look at the East and the North Division playoff uh, matchups and what uh, lies ahead. I have a theory on uh, on the North Division that I will share with everybody uh, in our number two of the program. Why are you giggling already, Darren Millard, along with Ryan Wallace? Why are you because laughing? I know that it's, because I know it's going to be anti-Toronto. A uh, little bit, but not yeah. totally, and not mm-hmm. specifically. But I guess you could take it as, as, as negative uh, for, the, uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know what's going to happen there. The, the, the North Division 
is very wide open. And in the East is a complete toss-up. Schmozzle is, is my name for the, for the East division. The, you try and tell me who the favorite is uh, and, and, and sell me on the favorite, and I'll take the, a team that is exact opposite them in, in the points, and I make an equally as, as good a case. Yeah, I, I don't think that there's, I don't think that there's anything you could say to convince me that that's not uh, a plausible ending to the the East Division. Like I, I will pick who I think's going to win those series, and I'm not at all confident in any of my picks in that division. I, I could absolutely be wrong, and the team that I think has no shot will probably win it. So I still think the New York Rangers have a shot. And and I mean, they and they, they they don't have anybody left. They fired everybody. There's nobody left yeah. employed with the New York Rangers right now. And you know, for to New York's credit, they they are the 16th best team in the league this season when you go through the the regular league standings and a plus 20 goal differential but not in the playoffs because unfortunately for them, they played in the East Division. So if you went top 8 in the East, they would have made it. Like sorry, the the traditional East. Uh, on, on like the last couple of years, I know I'm throwing this at you, but uh, you 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 just made me question things a little bit, and and maybe that's where where Mr. Dolan uh, is getting all this optimism, which I think is misguided, but all this optimism about his hockey club and why he's why he's changed positions uh, and and let everybody go. They, you know, they would have finished ninth if they oh, if, if we would have gone if they if we would have gone one through sixteen, yep. they would be in. But it for traditional Eastern teams, they would finish just behind. Yeah, just behind the New York Islanders. If memory serves correct, the last time mm-hmm. the National Hockey League went one through sixteen was nineteen eighty. Uh, that would be like, this would have been sort of. It would have been tough because uh, it's it's interdivisional, but that for a one-off, like the next pandemic, I think they should just right. do one through sixteen. The next time we go through this, well, I, I think there's something all, there. First of all, let's hope that there isn't a next time. Yeah, and second of all, um, I I'm all for chaos, and I think a one seed versus a sixteen seed, and the matchup would have been Vegas versus New York, the the Rangers, or Colorado versus the Rangers. Like I just think the the appetite for chaos with one versus sixteen, two versus fifteen is just too too good for me to pass up. Yeah, in that in that year, nineteen eighty, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers were were the best team. They played the Vancouver Canucks in the first round, uh, a best of three, uh, one versus sixteen, and the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm strictly going off my gray matter right now. Edmonton Oilers played the Montreal Canadiens. And won that series. It was a big upset uh, over the Montreal Canadiens uh, during that time because the Canadians were at the end of their their big run. The Islanders were starting, and so uh, that that's what you get with a one through sixteen. No, uh, and and commercial flights, uh, smoking. So you had smoking sections, non-smoking sections. There was think think about the travel during those those days. Now they were only first uh, best of threes during during the first round during that one. But uh, that would be fun. To, two things I've always wanted: one one through sixteen. And I've always wanted uh, the league just to take a, a chance and and be able to pick your opponent one year. I and, have to, uh, and be able to be able to pick your if if you were a team uh, and you finished first overall, you get the first choice of the other fifteen mm-hmm. teams 
in in the in the playoffs. And you might oh, you it. might select it geographically. You might mm-hmm. select it uh, based on your success against the team, or you might just pick it based on that the other team sucks. Uh, but I think that would be great. That the only knock on it that people always give me is it motivates the team that you're picking. Like who cares? Like so be awesome. So Do you think me, they're not motivated anyway? No, see, like for me, I, I think that that would be awesome because again, as, as I mentioned, chaos. I love yeah. the chaos of it. But all it would take is one time to like pick against what the traditional matchup would be, and then have that team upset the team that picked uh, their opponent, and then. No general manager is going to to right. put themselves out there like that again. But if you tell me we get it once, one time, just to see what happens, I'm all in 100%. I think that's what should happen in the Final Four this year. Top team gets to pick uh, whoever they want to play and uh, and let it go. Uh, we're going to take a break. Kelly McCrimmon's coming up in hour number two as we roll on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.